0: Welcome. It is another episode of the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. Today, I want to talk to you about complacency. Complacency. I did a show on the myth of happiness and divine discontent. I'm really obsessing on this. Complacency is the enemy what are you complacent? Are you comfortable? Let's get that done. No more. You gotta be you gotta make yourself uncomfortable, man. Gotta do it. Make yourself uncomfortable. Complacence. I'm looking at my etymological, my online etymology dictionary, etymonline.com. Complacence is a noun. It means From the mid-15th century, this is an old word, means pleasure or gratification, especially self-satisfaction, delight in one's condition. From the medieval Latin, complacentia, which means satisfaction or uh, pleasure, all right? That is the opposite of discontent. Why is this important? Why am I talking about complacency? Cart... Warren, can't believe what happened. Let's see what he's saying out on Facebook. I have no idea either. What happened? Something crazy happened? I guess you guys will have to let me know in the chat. I want to talk about complacency. It is 10.20 at night. I have been working since mm, about 10. I've been working 12 hours. And that's just on work. That was after I dropped my kids off at school. So I've been up since uh, 7.30 working. And right now, oh yeah, my wife uh, and I every year run a squat challenge uh, in honor of Carl Gotch. So right now we're starting the squat challenge. We're going to start with 50. Oh yeah, I'm doing them right now. Let's go. Come on, don't be a fucking wuss. Let's go. We're doing 50 squats right here, man. I don't even need any space. I could do it right, right here. So we're going to go. Ready? One, two, one, two. Yeah, I'm crazy. Three. 4 5 6 7 8 9 come on people join me 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 come on this is going to be a lesson a minute 18 join me 19 20 20 come on Justin i know you're on there 2 23 24 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, only 20 to go, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Six, seven, eight, nine, and fifty. All right. Got her done. No more complacency even at ten twenty at night. Cheers. Hmm. All right. Cart Warren says, Oh, Vince sold the WWE. Let's look this up. Pardon my heavy breathing. I only got one carotid artery and I'm at a million or at uh, uh, a mile high. Ooh. Vince sold the WWE <laughs> to Saudi Arabia. That's Crazy. Vince McMahon is not complacent. We could say a lot of things. Maybe he's a creep. I'd say he's a creep. Uh, but that is a dude that is not complacent. Johnny Colon, what's up? Get your squats, bro. I just busted out 50. We're on the road to 500 this month. So Vince McMahon, not complacent. Dude's like 80 years old. Still went and uh <laughs> took his company back and sold it to Saudi Arabia uh I'm looking this up mm. couple will go back to private holy crap holy crap it's going to be oh my god this is crazy the company will know who knows these are all early reports but Supposedly Vince sold the WWE to an investment firm, PIF, in Saudi Arabia. The dude's an animal. Is he a creep? I mean, I think he probably is. He's been busted for some really weird, creepy shit. But is he complacent? No, this is a guy, I want you to understand something. We can all judge his personal life, and, and I mean, we probably shouldn't, but people will. And I don't know, you know, if he covered up the murder that Jimmy Snuka did. Like, there's all kinds of shady stuff. I'm not condoning. I think all that's wrong, if indeed it's true. But that guy's an animal when it comes to business. He took... The WWE, which was originally WWWF, a pro wrestling territory, and turned it into a billion dollar enterprise, made himself a billionaire through wrestling, not even real wrestling, through a weird hybrid fake scam wrestling. I know they've sold it to sports entertainment, but it was a lie. And he he navigated all those waters and just sold the company that is unbelievable so i I want to talk about complacency for a minute. I want to talk about this idea of of settling it's a mistake. you can't settle man by the way, guys, hit me up in the chat let me know where you're from i'll uh, I'll represent you i'll i'll it, it, I wish I could do the call in stuff, but I can't do that with this uh technology like my old radio show. But uh yeah, hit me up in the chat. Love to hear from you guys. I know we got people on uh man, we got Facebook, inter, uh YouTube, Twitter, everybody, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh uh MMA, what's up, Justin? Rapid California. I know we got Kendo Jedi, Silentium Wrestling. What's up? Oh, uh, Carter Warren saying Stockton 209. What's up, dude? What's up, bro? So, you know, uh, Kaiju, yeah. CWO, number one, bro. I hear you. Number one. If you guys like this shit, you like this show, you like me doing squats at 1020 and 1030 after work at 12 hours? If you don't, you're going to have to fuck off because you ain't stopping me. I'm going to do it. I'm fucking crazy. I am not complacent. I am... Go back. Listen to my show on the myth of happiness and the uh, divine discontent i'm divinely discontent i'm not satisfied with myself are you real okay are you seriously satisfied with yourself what's up modern barbarian happy to see you you missed it dude i just did 50 squats come on got to jump down give me 50 dude you can watch the replay i did it i don't make any i don't ask anybody to do something that i, I wouldn't do or i haven't done Um, so yeah, like, uh, yeah, man, crazy shit. Vince McMahon sold the WWE to Saudi Arabia (laughs) and the company's going to, they're going to take the stock off the stock exchange. Holy shit, man. Wonder what that means for the stockholders. I'm curious how much he sold it for. Uh, Carter, do you, uh, Carter's the one who told me about that. Thanks bro. Carter, do you have an idea on how much he sold it for? Is that, uh being disclosed, I'm I'm fascinated by this because um, while definitely I'm not a fan of McMahon's personal life and his escapades, um, you know, the thing is, is money and fame, they're amplifiers. Johnny Cologne, 50 squads, yahoo, all right, bro, so um, they're amplifiers, that's all they are, if you're saying money is the root of all evil, that means you're evil. You would be evil if you had money. Okay? that's I'm just sorry. Like, Money and fame are amplifiers. That's it. Who you are, the good parts and the bad parts, just get amplified. Kendo Jedi says, I have a friend who has stock. I'll ask him. Johnny Clone. And I swung maze today. Oh, dude. You're on the path, man. It's just consistency now. Okay? Be discontent. Don't be happy with yourself, man. Today I had to block a guy who is a long-time um, follower on my Facebook. He is a—I believe he's an anarcho-capitalist or something, and I posted this thing. And, and you, you guys know I'm a huge fan of Grant Cardone. Uh, he's a, a partner of mine. i partnered with him. He is uh, a mentor— a personal mentor of mine. Uh, in fact, I, I work for his company now as a, as a coach. I was it pisses me off, but I, again, I'm always divinely discontent, so it don't matter. Um, I was the number two coach for the entire uh, licensee division in 2022. Definitely means I'm on track to hit number one. That was my first year, guys. Okay, my first year out of 400 so uh, people. Number two, and I'm on track for number one. And this is my first year, so you guys better look out. Uh, Kendo Jedi says mace and Kettlebell, right on, brother. CWO, man, you're rocking it. So, I had to ban this dude, uh, <laughs> because I posted this article that Grant put out that was pretty controversial. It, it, you might not like to hear this. This is this is for all you fucking people that are like millennials and younger. I'm giving you what you like to call a fucking trigger warning, okay? All of us that are like Gen X and older, we're like inoculated. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like we've we've didn't get trigger warnings for shit, so we just had to toughen our uh, thicken our skin. Here's a trigger warning. Holy shit, Carter! Estimated six billion wow dude carter says he is 5,000 words into your new novel awesome dude let me give you a hint bro go to jasper.ai i don't get paid go to chat.openai.com chat and have the ai do all the work and then go and just tweak it the way you want to um brilliant shit man the world's changing so fast six billion dollars man Mind blowing! I'll get to the story about banning this douchebag in a second today. Um, Six billion dollars. A billion is a thousand million. Six thousand million dollars. All you motherfuckers out there are just hungry for even a million, and he's got six thousand million that he sold the company to Saudi Arabia for. I mean, obviously he's not the only. You know, he's he's the majority stockholder, so he made billions billions of dollars today. That's why he came out of retirement. Despite the sex scandals and stuff, he sold it for $6 billion. I don't know what to tell you guys. Money and fame are amplifiers. Vince McMahon, 78 years old. Okay. Do you know, how many 78 year old do you know? How many 78 year olds do you know? And he might even be older. I'm not sure his exact age. How many 78-year-olds do you know that made over $3 billion today? That's insane. That is not complacency. This is a guy who, up until I guarantee you the day he dies, will be fighting for what he wants, for bigger and more impact. Okay? I love that shit. But you have to understand, dude, money and fame are amplifiers, and if you got weird fucking issues and you can't control yourself in certain ways, the money's going uh, to show that. Now, if you're a kind-hearted person, you're going to give a lot of money to charity and stuff like that. But let's look at somebody like Bill Gates. Fucking creep again. Super creep, dude. This is a guy who we know goes to Epstein's Island and did. We know this. He's on the fucking thing. His di- wife divorced him. Billionaire. Okay, creep though. I mean, he, in some regard, he did good stuff because like Microsoft off, uh, Windows is enabling us to communicate, right? Even talk shit about him, which is crazy. Okay, however, this is an Epstein Island guy and he's trying to depopulate the planet. I mean, he's basically Thanos. Paul Garcia, what's up, brother? Dude, churning out those baby champions. I love it, brother. Keep it up. Keep it up. You know, the thing is with us as coaches, uh, for those of you that, that coach anything, or if you're an athlete or an ex-athlete, it is discontent. It is not complacency. Do not be satisfied with yourself, ever. In fact, the more disgusted you get with yourself, the bigger the things you're going to do. I know nobody's saying this. Everybody's like, oh, find your peace. Oh, accept how fat and what a ugly-ass slob you are. No. Be disgusted. Be disgusted. Be non-complacent. Be divinely discontent. Do fucking 50 Hindu squats at 1020 after 12 hours of work. And then do it on a fucking live podcast in front of everybody to see. Do it. Enough bitching. I had to boot this little bitch today. And that is a guy, but he's a little bitch. I got on and I posted uh, a couple days ago. I posted this thing with Grant. Now, I'm telling you, this is a trigger warning for some of you guys. Grant said that if, you, that if you're a father and a husband and you're making less than $400,000 a year, you should be embarrassed of yourself. How do you like that? If you're making, let me repeat it. You go find the article. Type, type in Grant Cardone, embarrassed, $400,000. You're, you're going to see it fucking a shitstorm. Anyway, this guy gets on now. Mind you, he's a uh, <sighs> claims to be. I I I know roughly who he is, uh, and he claims to be an anarcho-capitalist. Do you know what an anarcho-capitalist is? Hit me up in the chat if you know what it is. If you don't, let me know too, and I'll explain it to you. But so he claims to be an anarcho-capitalist, and I post this, and he's like, "Oh, this guy should be embarrassed, and you know how what that, that's stupid, and all that." Clearly, it triggered this guy, pushed him, made him contemplate, right? Carter Warren and Enrico Capos doesn't like me. <laughs> uh, no, no, same mental archetype though, you know what I mean? Holier than thou, kind of stupid but blinded, you know what I mean? Like myopic vision. uh. Loves to claim tolerance, but is very intolerant. Um, but it's different. Anarcho-capitalists believe that there should be zero government, and and society should be run um, as a zero government form of capitalism, which is impossible. Okay? It's impossible. Because capitalism, and I don't even like that word, frankly, because it has the word capital in it and implies debt. Right, like, 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 capital, like working capital. Did you take a loan, or you have the the money? And you, I don't like that. I, I prefer the idea of free trade. Just as, as a linguistic phrase that that embeds um, certain branding in it. It primes people to accept it for what it is and a method of human interaction where. Consent is the primary um, factor, right? Because something like a government taxes you. If you don't pay the tax, you go to jail, you resist jail, you're killed. So there's coercion involved. Whereas business, free trade, you like my hat and I like your 20 bucks more than I like my hat and you like my hat more than your 20 bucks. We trade. It's a win-win. It's a positive sum game in game theory, right? Winner's exchange is what uh, Grant Cardone calls it. You understand? So the problem is, is that... And, and so you understand that I'll, now we're going to go back. I'm just going to say anarcho-capitalism. I'm not going to get into the, to the linguistics and the cognates and the meaning of the word. But um, the problem is, is that you do need a minimal government in order to enforce property rights and to offer arbitration in cases of... Uh, you need third party... Uh, quote-unquote objective. The problem is, so everybody, uh, these words get thrown around and nobody knows the meaning, uh, like fascism. You've, you find all these fucking oatmeal-for-brained socialists uh, that, that throw around this word uh, fascism and they don't understand what it means. Now, what we have today is not capitalism per se in the vision of um Adam Smith, laissez-faire capitalism, okay? That is really what I like, a very small, minor, tiny government. Like, the federal government should be as non-existent as possible. Like, there should be no IRS. uh, There should be no income tax. You could still have tax. You should do, like, the only efficient tax, and economists agree on this, is the Georgist, uh, named after Henry George a land tax, a tax on property. Um, It's the only way to go. Take away a tax on labor because that's essentially slavery. Robert Nozick has proven this, uh, esteemed philosopher. Um, So you could fund minimal government that way. Make sense? So anyway, um, this guy was going on and on and how he's on this self-sustaining farm. And he's done all this great stuff. And it's just this holy roller bullshit. And I'm like, dude. I I don't know what to tell you, man. But you sound like a complacent person. Because let me tell you a little story about complacency. How, how did... I tell you about Divine Discontent today. And, and I talk about it all the time. I did a whole show on it. You can go back in the, in the archives and look in the records. It's uh, number one, N01 dot ninja it'll take you you can hit on the youtube see the the playlist that has all the old episodes it's called myth of happiness divine discontent listen to my whole argument there but the thing that i want you guys to understand is uh what's up cousin brian i got uh, david nolan on here david barry's on here too and happy to see you miriam um so complacency is a killer why because you can't predict the future. Risk exists. Risk. Do you understand what risk means? It means we live in a probabilistic universe. Probably 99% chance the sun will come up tomorrow. But guess what? Dinosaurs thought that shit too until some meteors hit the earth, knocked up so much dust, that the sun didn't show up for fucking a long ass time and the world froze and everybody died. So it ain't certain, right? We live in a probabilistic universe and because of that, there is risk to life. Nothing is guaranteed, okay? I'll give you a perfect example. My wife and I, I have three different businesses that I I run. I, I have this business, number one, number one LLC, which is... Primarily for, for uh, business literacy, for, to teach people how to make money independently, how to start, how to transition from being a, a wage slave to owning your own job, which is a solopreneur. You still own a job, uh, even though you don't have a boss, you're the boss, to then growing and scaling your business to where you become an investor like Vince McMahon, to where you have an asset you could sell. When you're 78 years old, and make $3 billion. Now, this guy was spending money. This guy's had money since the 80s when he took the risk to blow up WWE into this massive uh, entity. $6 billion, supposedly, according to, to Carter, right? So, now, I want you guys to understand something. I have three companies. I hadn't even really started number one until lockdowns. I'd been doing consultancy, I'd been doing business coaching um, since two thousand, since mm, even prior to that. But I, I'll put a firm start date in two thousand eleven. But I didn't actually decide to make a separate business entity on its own until about two years ago. Okay, it started out as Thales because I love the philosopher Thales, but it was a shitty name. So I had to change it because number one is fucking a million times better (laughs) Um, from a brand house perspective. But, uh, and by the way, guys, throw shit up in the chat. Like if if anything I'm saying is resonating with you, if you want to join in on the squat challenge at the beginning of the show, I did 50 squats live on air. Takes less than a minute. Come on, let's go. We're going to build our way to 500 squats by the end of the month. Um, so anyway, uh, I just started that right when after lockdowns happened. So let me just tell you the story. Up to lockdowns, I was being complacent in my business. I was successful because I've always been divinely discontent. That's why I'm a freak. Why I've written over a dozen books. Are you that discontent? How many books have you written? I've run run for Congress because I was discontent, for U.S. Congress, not state Congress, because I was discontent. I I had a political talk radio show for three years because I was discontent with how shit was going. I started scientific wrestling because nothing like it existed. I was discontent. I created the mace because it didn't exist and I wanted it. Does this make sense? So I've always been discontent. But I only took it to a certain level. I thought, okay, I'm cool. That's the problem. You're never fucking cool. This is, I, I hate to tell this to you, man. You're going to get more out of being fucking disgusted with yourself than you're ever going to get out of being satisfied with yourself. These are fucking hard truths, man. If you, happiness is a shit goal. Because you'll never reach it. You won't. You'll find moments. Because happiness is not the goal in and of itself. It's a byproduct of achieving goals. I'm happy as fuck. I'm right here, crazy, fired up, 50 years old, one carotid artery, a mile high, banging out 50 squats at the start of my show. Discontent. I thought... Man, I got this covered. Our software is in sixteen different com- countries. Like I'm diversified. Even if shit goes bad in the U.S., I have all these other countries. Then I have three business. I have uh, two uh, another business with Scientific Wrestling, and that's going to be fine. Dude, the world's full of risk. I I thought I had it covered. And then the fucking douchebag bureaucrats, Fauci and all those other idiots turned the whole planet off, made it illegal, threatened doctors with taking their state sanctioned license. You understand that's how they pulled all this shit off it was licensing. That shit, occupational licensing needs to go away. Doctors go look up the, the Flexner report, go to my website, mental self Go to the iatrologic logic section, read the article I wrote, I wrote this shit in 2009. Ten years before it happened. I don't know what to fucking tell. I'm not psychic. I just could read the fucking writing on the wall. What was going to happen. But I, but I still didn't have a date. I didn't know exactly what was going to And I got complacent. I didn't think about it. And when they fucking turned off the planet, man, it, I had to hustle, dude. It was rough. For our software company, we lost half of our clients. Boom. Half the revenue gone. Like fucking Thanos. Gone. Wrestling? You can't wrestle with this social distancing jerk-off shit. I mean, by the way, COVID, only deadly deadly to to obese people and those over 77. Less than 1% mortality rate. Wrestlers, grapplers have to deal with MRSA. That shit will fucking kill you. And we're okay. I mean, it's just no rationality. Okay? No rationality, uh, Carter. I'm sorry, I missed some of your posts. You said yes, it makes sense. I was going through the same thing. I don't even know what you're talking about because I was, I was uh, ranting. Let's see, uh, being aggressive capitalist. There we go. I like that better than anarcho capitalist. I like that. And let's see here, uh, Carter Warren, fight like you're Noah's Ark and you're the third monkey and brother drain. Yeah, I've seen that meme. That's funny. But the fact is, is you, you, I got complacent, and when they turned off the planet, I was like, fuck. I sure wish that I would have busted my ass and had 10 times, 10x, 10 times the amount of fucking wealth and everything that I had. I fucking wish I did. And I didn't. Okay? That's never happening to me again. And in fact, not only is it not going to happen to me, it's not going to happen to any generation of my family if I have anything left in my fucking body to fight with. I am going to create such, this is my personal goal. I'm not there yet. I'm discontent. But I'm going to create so much generational wealth that I don't give a fuck who you are. You're Bill Gates or Elon Musk or, or Bill Clinton. I don't even give a shit. You're not going to be, we're going to be untouchable. That's my goal for generations, my entire bloodline. Got it? That's, that's the level of discontent I'm dealing with. And I'm happy about it because I'm working my fucking ass off. I'm gonna be 50 this year. The, the mortality rate, which just dropped a half a year, Uh crazy because everybody's all fat and listening to doctors and shit, uh, which is like the worst thing you can do for your health: be fat or listen to and or listen to doctors. Um, um, <coughs> but according to mortality tables put together by actuaries, the average uh, age of a man is 77 years old. And I'm 50. That means I got 27 years to bust ass. Now, I, do, I am productive. I am probably 15 to 20 times more productive than your average person. That's conservative. I'm a freak. I run three businesses, have three kids. Um, and, and each of those uh, businesses have massive impact. Okay, so my point here is, is that complacency will fucking kill you. And you better take it seriously. And you better stop being comfortable. In fact, you need to be putting yourself in discomfort frequently. I'm not saying you don't rest. rest. Okay, like... man, I know a lot of you guys, 99% of you guys are smart. But there's 1% that are either trolls or idiots. and Or maybe both. <laughs> Um, That are going to either misconstrue or just take it the wrong way. Listen, you have to have rest, proper rest. You have to have proper nutrition and you have to exercise. Period. That's the baseline to maintain performance and health. Okay. And make sure you're not a burden on other people. Baseline. Okay. Now, assuming you're getting proper sleep, proper nutrition and proper fitness, then You need to be putting yourself under pressure. Pressure is a privilege. Pressure is a privilege. That that silence is like, I'm as serious as a heart attack. You need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. I want you to look a word up. It's called hormesis, H O R-M-E-S-I-S. It's the idea of inoculation. It's how your muscles grow. You stress your muscles and they actually get broken down. That's why they're sore. And then if you have proper nutrition, they grow back bigger and stronger and can handle more stress. Does that make sense? My whole life has been freaking stress and a lot of you have had that but you need to start putting yourself under the right stress and give yourself the baseline to heal and become stronger sleep nutrition exercise Does that make sense? Okay, Kendo Jedi says I left indie wrestling because of the small-minded BS. Oh yeah, dude, indie wrestling's a joke. Um Much more happier in hitting goals with grappling. Yeah, you know, I mean, (laughs) the problem is you're going to find small-minded people everywhere. And I don't even get mad at them. I try to wake them up, but they don't want to hear it. Like, have you ever had somebody who's asleep and you wake them up? They don't fucking like it. They don't. I mean, why do you think in the army, they come in and they do a fucking spot check? At 3 a.m., wake everybody up. Get you fucking used to what you need to be able to do. And sleeping is not, I mean, you need to get proper sleep, but I'm using it as a metaphor. There's a lot of people asleep at the fucking wheel, and they don't like it when you wake them up, okay? But in my estimation, a real friend tells you when your fly's down, when you got a fucking booger in your nose. It's uncomfortable. It's not cool. It's kind of like, oh shit, it's an ego check. You understand? But that's a real friend. Now, if somebody kisses your ass and lets you just slide by, and oh, we need to do a mental health check. You guys need to fucking figure this shit out. I've, I have left a bread, breadcrumb trail. This is why I like guys like Grant Cardone, because he's like, he's an older, wiser, more successful version of of what I'm doing and what, like, I want to do what he's been able to do in the same way that Billy Robinson, Wade Chalice, these guys have in these, these particular fields that I'm interested in wrestling business have achieved incredible things. You've got to hang with the fucking winners because they're going to push you and you may not like it and do it anyway. Because it's the right thing for you, and it's the right thing for future generations. I mean, you know, the world is crazy right now, man. The world is crazy. Your average 25-year-old, I don't have the exact stat, but it's like this. It's not, I'm not very far off base. Your average 25-year-old today has the same amount of testosterone as like a 65-year-old male in the 80s that's fucked up we wonder why all these guys are painting their nails black and pink hair and all this other shit I I have no problem I mean I I went through a crazy phase too but dude I'm telling you my testosterone is still through the roof I don't do patches I don't do pills I'm 50 years old and I'm chasing my wife she'll tell you I'm chasing her constantly (laughs) I got three kids I had to fucking get that shit fixed because I'm like, dude, I just, I love kids, but I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so you know why I actually stopped? My youngest wouldn't sleep and I, I needed to sleep to be able to achieve my goals. And I was like, dude, that's not going to happen anymore. You know, I need sleep. So anyway, guys, do not be complacent. Do not be satisfied with yourself. Okay. Don't pity yourself either. When I say don't be satisfied or happy with yourself, I'm not saying throw a pity party. That is do not what I am saying explicitly is look at yourself in the mirror and realize what you are truly capable of fucking doing when you are on firing on all cylinders and are at your best. You, we've all had those times when we are firing it all off all cylinders and we are fucking crushing it. All of us have had those moments. I just am seeking to stay in that state of mind as the normal and then find new fucking peaks, new levels of crushing it. Does that make sense? I am trying to help you guys with this. Some of you guys need to hear it. You guys have been told being given too many fucking participation trophies and all this shit. I am a world respected grappler and, and coach in that field, okay? And I I had to go the Freddie Roach route. I had to go the Gus route. Because I got taken out because my fucking karate got taken out and I couldn't function anymore. I started having strokes and shit. I pushed it to the fucking wall. I pushed it to the wall. Now I'm not I, I'm not dead. But I can tell you in one year I accomplish more, I travel more, I spend more than most people than you know earn more is it because I'm fucking lucky no because I'm working I'm podcasting at fucking 11 o'clock at night doing 50 squats after working all day taking about 20 meetings grinding dude day in day out no fucking excuses, no excuses. I had another client today, you know, and my clients become some of my best friends. Some of them, some of them are losers. I mean, I love them, but they will not fucking budge. And I'm not, you can't control any other human like without violence. And I'm not going to do that. So you, I will help you. I will coach you. But if you're not, if you don't have it inside you, it ain't going to fucking go you're going to puss out. You're going to be a little bitch when shit gets rough. And you can't. You got to fucking go anyway. And you got to go get beat up sometimes. That's just how that shit is. Because life is risky. It is probabilistic. Nothing is guaranteed. I mean, I'm just waiting for the next dumbass thing after lockdowns so that they keep trying to fucking, you know, what they do is, is they have like multiple fucking prongs. Johnny Cologne, let's 10X those squats. Yeah, dude, that's what we're doing. Uh, You guys DM me. I'll send you the link to join the Squat Squad. Every uh, January, my wife and I uh, do a free coaching uh, to take you guys to 500 squats by the end of the month. Get ready. (laughs) Um, Listen, guys being satisfied with yourself being happy with yourself all that kind of stuff it's different now self esteem is different self respect is different I get self respect I I respect myself because I am fucking disgusted and I am divinely discontent with where I'm at does that make sense? And you people saying you're disgusted with other people and da-da-da, fucking, there's, you know, Benjamin Franklin, uh, I think the very first coin minted in the United States was by Benjamin Franklin. If it wasn't the first, it was one of the first. And you know what it fucking said? I love this. In fact, when I was doing my coaching um, in the uh, 2010s, my business coaching, I uh, started calling it my branding for it back then, before Thales, before number one. Was minder. Minder. Because on that coin, I love this phrase said, mind your business. And as a business coach, that's the most important thing, especially in today's age of distraction. You need to focus on your business. Mind. Put your mind on your business and stop worrying about other people. Be disgusted with where you're at, the lack of impact, the lack of revenue, the lack of knowledge. Don't be hating on fucking uh, Jeff Bezos because Amazon don't pay any tax. Why don't you, instead of a disgusted with him, why don't you be disgusted with yourself because you don't know how he does it and haven't implemented it for yourself. Just some ideas here, man. This is real self-help, dude. This ain't like pat you on the back and and tell you you're awesome for no fucking good reason. Does that make sense? All right. Now, uh, what's up, man? (laughs) Mason gives me an amen, brother. All right, dude. So listen, I need you guys to just do whatever the fuck you're going to do. But all I ask is contemplate on what I'm saying. Think about it. Write some of this shit down. Especially if it triggers you, man. Because that's telling me that you've got a vulnerability you need to address. That's like an old reactive part of your brain kicking at you. Not a rational part. Not the part of, of will, of free will, of willfulness, of creating the world that you want to create. You guys all know who Alistair Crowley is? I read everything, dude. I read anything and everything so I can know as much as I can to make the best decisions. I've read a lot about Mormonism. I've read a lot. I'm just talking about religion right now. About Catholicism, about Protestant, about Seventh-day Adventist. I've read about Scientology. I've, I've read a lot of Scientology. I'm not any of those things. I've read the occult. I've read a shit ton of Aleister Crowley. I've went to one of their fucking weird masses one time. Weird, weird shit. Because I want to know. I'm not going to listen to some other fucking weirdo who I don't know what weird hang-ups and baggage they're going to overlay on their description of what's happening. I'm going to go and figure it out myself. But for Aleister Crowley, his whole idea of magic... Right, Like Harry Potter or whatever, but like occult magic, being able to affect the world with your mind, with rituals and Doctor Strange kind of shit is a function of your will, which is your ability to focus and make shit happen. Okay? Fantastic concepts. We don't really talk about them. Okay? But you have to have an understanding and a familiarity with yourself. And your own hangups Like your own traumas and shit So they don't Bias your rational decision making Does this make sense? El Perfect Perkins What's up dude? youchster, What's up man? I don't know if you say it like How they do in England or what um, Yauchster. Yowch, Happy to see you <laughs> You guys are crazy man Up here like You guys need to be getting to bed I need to get to bed because I do need that proper rest. Listen, DM me. I'll put you in the squat squad. You need to start today. 50 squats. It's, I mean, even if it's midnight where you are, no excuses. Just bang it out. It takes less than a minute. Don't be a wuss. Even if it's bedtime, just get up, bang out 50 squats. All right. So you can be ready. DM me. I'll send you the link on Facebook uh, so you can join and we'll add you. And every day we build up we get up. I'm not even sure if it, if we're going to 500, but it's up like in the hundreds. It's going to be well over 200, maybe over 300. I mean, we've done it before over 500. So I, I can't remember the programming. My wife handles it now. Uh, I got her addicted to squats. She and I first uh, got married while I was uh, uh, being mentored by Carl Gotch, and and that I met her the year. Dude, I had a magic year in 2006. Man, that was a magic year for me. I got married. To the love of my life, still married to this day, 17 years later. Um, invented the mace bell. Uh, was being mentored by Carl Gotch. Created the King of Catch Wrestling Tournaments, the first competitive catch-to-catch catch can of the modern era. I mean, it was a magic year, dude. And I founded uh, the first reverse mortgage consultancy in the United States, or in the world. Man, it was a miracle year, and I've had a few of those. And maybe one of these days I'll talk about miracle years. That's a term uh, that is usually ascribed to Einstein. I am nowhere, like, trust me, I'm disgusted at my level compared to Einstein. I'm not making that comparison, but I like the concept of a miracle year because that was the year he published all these great books on, like, relativity, and um, he, he published, like, three or four great books that changed the world, uh, papers. Anyway, um... Guys, I'm heading now. You got any questions, now's the time to bang them out on the keyboard. Otherwise, it is we're in, in uh, mountain time, it's uh, 10 after 11. I'm going to finish my wine, and I am going to go take a wonderful night's sleep. I'm going to sleep like a baby and wake up tomorrow and do it all over again. And tomorrow is my daughter's, my eldest. I have one daughter and two sons. My eldest is my daughter is my daughter's 16th birthday. I can't even freaking believe it. I can't even all the clichés are true, dude. It's like holy shit. You were a baby a minute ago. I don't feel like I've aged, but you have aged. And you are not a baby, you are driving a car. <laughs> so, uh, I've got a big day tomorrow. I probably won't be able to podcast. Maybe I will. Definitely won't be at this time. It'll probably be my normal time. I tend to do the podcast at um uh, like 12, 30, or 1 uh, during the daytime. That seems to be a good peak time for people. Um, anyway, appreciate you guys. Have a fantastic rest of your night. Get your squats done if you haven't done them, and stop being complacent. Start Allow yourself to be a little fucking disgusted with where you're at right now. Set bigger goals. Hold higher expectations for yourself. If you don't got somebody else to do that for you, Do it for yourself. Hold yourself to a higher standard. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And we will uh, hopefully see you tomorrow. Peace.